Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. My book is out. You can go get it. It's wide. It's in all the bookstores. It's online, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. I want you to know that this isn't just a book. It's the, uh, well, it's a manifestation of the last 10 years of my life, but it's basically an announcement saying that we need to start creating a dialogue about the new man, about love, about healthy relationships, about humanizing ourselves. This book isn't just for men. It's also for women um, to create new definitions. And by purchasing this book, you are saying, let's start having these conversations. So go out and get it. It would mean so much to me. Um, pass it along. I think it's, uh, the soil is so rich right now to ha start having these conversations. And nothing changes unless we start talking about it. So Go get this book. It's out. I'm super excited. Um, send me photos with it. Give me your thoughts. Thank you so much for um, supporting me and uh, helping me create this dialogue. So I was going back and forth with, with myself, wondering if I should take out the plastic in my mouth, a.k.a. Invisalign, because if not, I will have this horrible lisp that you can hear. I will sound like Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Drew Barrymore has a lisp, I think, but it's cute and she can pull it, pull it off. I cannot. Um, and I thought to myself, well, if you take out your Invisalign, you may feel more comfortable, but it's not who you are right now at age 45. At age 45, you have adult braces. And that is because, John, when you were 10, you were too cool to get... The, the braces, the, bra the braces, the, the, the silver braces, because you didn't want to be a quote-unquote nerd. And so life has come full circle, and, and this is the universe giving you a slap in the face saying, well, then now at 45, here are your braces. And um, especially now that you have a podcast. So I think it's just a way that the life, the, why do I keep saying the? The life. It's like my mom, she says, the gay, everything is the, right? So um, you have a, a friend, is he the, is he the gay? <laughs> okay, never mind. So um, what was I just think, talking about? Oh, my Invisalign, boomerangs, life coming full circle, universe, law of life. Um, so here I am trying to be authentic. That's the other thing is I thought if I if I took out the Invisalign to make my speech more clear for you, I would at the same time be sacrificing my truth in a way like I would feel a little like a little bit of a fraud like there's a presentation going on instead of just showing up as me, right? So that's why um, for many episodes, maybe about I have two episodes a week, so um, maybe for the next, um, I don't know, I have to wear these for another nine, ten weeks, so 20 episodes, you might be hearing a lot of lisping going on, so I apologize for that. Okay, speaking of the universe and laws, let's talk about callings. 
And <laughs> well, that was weird. <laughs> Let's talk about callings. Let's talk about uh, the feeling of being called. Now, I have never really felt called to do anything. Yes, I've had desires and goals and dreams like everyone else. But to feel called to do something is very different. And I think the reason why I've never felt called to do something was because I've always made things about myself. And when you feel called to do something, it's bigger than you, right? It's greater than you. And so for the first time in my life, I feel called to do something. And if you don't know, I'm going on this uh, this book tour. And let me give you a little backstory. Um, when my first book came out, my first published book, it wasn't, you know, it was with the kind of an independent small, uh, smaller publishing company. And I didn't really do a book tour, but I did do some book signings and like six people showed up, um, felt like a failure, was really embarrassed for that person. It's like throwing a party and like two people show up to your party and you're, you're more, you feel uncomfortable uh, for the guests because you know that the guests are feeling really sorry for you. <laughs> so you, you don't want them to feel that way. Um, so it's like, it's like layers of discomfort, right? One, for the first layer, just being embarrassed that no one showed up. And then the second layer, being embarrassed for the people who did show up because they are feeling bad for you, but obviously not seeing it. So that weirdness. Well, that's how I felt at, um, I think it was two years ago or last year, I don't remember, um, my first book signing. Now, uh, with my second book coming out, I'm going on many book signings from L.A. to San Francisco to Portland, Oregon, to Seattle. And so, and some of them are very uh, well-known big bookstores. And so I decided to um, do more than a book tour. I decided uh, I'm going to actually tried to connect with people on the way there. Like, what if I actually rode my motorcycle in the spirit of the message of the book, right? So you know how people um, will run marathons and get sponsored or they'll like, you know, I don't know, do some crazy physical shit um, in in the uh, in the spirit of something else, like, you know, walking for cancer, etc. So I would be writing for everyone who used to be a miserable fuck. I would be writing for all the people that I've coached or engaged with or, you know, collided with in some way, um, not only help them, but, you know, them helping me. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but if you're a life coach or a therapist, your um, clients help you just as much as you help them. There is a, 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 a mutual exchange going on. Even though um, the therapist or life coach is the one getting paid, um, any kind of human exchange, there is learning and growth, right? So, now, maybe your therapist wouldn't admit that, but it's true. So um, I'm writing for all of my clients. I'm writing for all the kids I helped in nonprofit where I first got the spark and passion to um, write about men because I learned that we lived in a, a, a – we still do. We live in a fatherless nation. Um, anyone who has written, uh, written – anyone who has uh, uh, read my words, um, watched my videos, like you know, all, of, all, all the, the people who follow me – I have a problem with the word follow. It, it sounds so arrogant. But um, the people who engage in my content and what I try to put out every day, I would be writing for them. And so that idea started to kind of brew, and it kind of became bigger than me. And then I start to feel um, a tug, right? 
And of course, I'm afraid to go on this tour because, well, many things. One, I don't know what it's gonna what's gonna happen. What if no one shows up at the bookstores? Um, it's also gonna be expensive uh, travel. Um, I'm also going to bring um, someone to record this uh, to document because that's what I do, and then edit it, and all of those fees and food, and you know all these kind of logistical worries. Uh, is it gonna rain? How far can I ride my motorcycle? Is it gonna be cold? All that stuff. Um, but then I started to feel like I don't have a choice. And this is kind of the interesting piece. I started to feel called. And it wasn't like this thundering voice. It wasn't like, you know, God saying something to me or I had some kind of strange vision. And I know a lot of people, um, they have dreams and they have visions. And, and, and some people are clairvoyant. Some people um, have this feeling through uh, their, their their vision. For me, it's not like that. For me, it's more about um, seeing if it lights up with my story. And if it does, then it becomes bigger than me. So the vision that I have is playing back the stories and the events in my life, um, seeing the unfolding, connecting the dots, you know, as if I was like watching a movie, and then knowing what the next scenes are, are going to be or meant to be, and me being the protagonist um, and uh, pushing through it and actually entering those scenes, right? Whether I like it or not. So enter the hero's journey, right? Enter me going into the unknown, um, going through what I feel like I have to because it's bigger than me, trusting that I will come back um, the person that I need to be to do what I need to do, right? So... And I think that process is, is continuous. I don't think it ever stops. You know, I even take that process and apply it to um, something as simple as working out. And I think we are constantly going through some kind of hero's journey. And, and I think that's what makes for great stories, right? And I think that's what makes um, our lives rich and meaningful. And so I'm going to get on my Harley and I'm going to ride. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I feel called to do it because it lines up with my story. And I guess I'm telling you this because uh, I want to meet you. <laughs> I would love it for you to come to any of the bookstores. If you um, go to my Instagram and click my bio link and click on uh, the Miserable Fuck book tour, you will see where I'm going to be, all the locations. Um, please come by. I would love to, to meet you. And I'm also trying to raise some money because... Uh, this shit's expensive and it's all out of pocket. So I'm asking for a $5 donation. Um, and you know, I, God, I hate asking for things. It's really, um, I got to get more comfortable with it, but you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. So I'm hoping that, um, if, uh, my words have impacted you or make you, made you think in a different way, or, you know, if I've helped you in any way, um, and you feel that I have been of some kind of value, maybe you can donate five bucks, and that will uh, go toward my calling. I feel called to do this. So I want to end with asking you a question. What do you feel called to do? Now, it doesn't have to be like this big thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, 
um, you getting on your motorcycle and driving somewhere uh, or traveling or, you know, quitting your job. It could be something really small. Maybe you feel, um, well, by small, I don't mean meaningless, me- meaningful, but but not as big. So uh, maybe you feel called to work on your marriage. Maybe you feel called to contact that friend. Maybe you feel called to um, forgive someone. Maybe you feel called to reach out to someone that you haven't talked in a while. I don't know. And I don't know how that comes up for you as far as um, feeling, you feel in your body. Um, I think everyone taps into that calling in a different way, right? Like the way that I I tapped into this calling. Um, Of course, eventually you kind of feel it in your body and soul, but it came from me reviewing my story and knowing, understanding the events that are folding um, and then kind of putting those puzzle pieces together and and coming to the realization that I must do this, right? It's a part of my story. It's bigger than me. Um, knowing that my story uh, will hopefully affect other people, right? And also me going on this trip, I'm going to meet people and who knows how they're going to affect me and I'm going to uh, impact them, etc. So just trusting that, right? What do you feel called to do right now? Because I'll tell you what, if you don't answer that calling... Um, the universe is annoying in that you can't send it to voicemail. It will continue to ring. And it'll show up in different ways. So ask yourself what you feel called to do and follow that calling. And there's going to be fear. There's going to be resistance. There's going to be a lot of pushback and discomfort. But I think it's through answering the calling that you're going to grow and evolve and Go from being a stone, which is who I was, to a prism, which is where I'm trying to get. Go, going from living a to-me life, where you create your own prison, to living a through-me life, right? Where you start to attract instead of chase. All right, thank you for listening. And again, if you want to donate five bucks... I would really appreciate it. (laughs) I feel like someone with a little change box just shaking it, begging you for change. Um, And uh, but you know what? I'm I'm actually forcing myself to do this, which is uncomfortable because I need this thing to happen because I know that it's bigger than me. So I trust that. Be well. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story which everyone has, and a passion to help others.